Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to Virtual Show, your only late-night VR talk show that I know of. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, I've just been having such a blast these last couple of weeks. There's been so many great games to play, and I've actually had a little bit of time to get in and play them. And, uh, man, I'm having the time of my life. What about you? Oh, I'm dying over and over and over again, bro. Just want to fucking die, rinse, repeat. Get some amazing stuff. Think you're gonna do it, and then die to something stupid, or get to the boss and then die. To something. I, I'm just having a returnal nightmare on that first area. But it's a prog- it's a progression. Like you have to. I'm just constantly unlocking different things, and uh, it's just getting easier each time I go in. So. I get a little further, and I expect to have that boss down soon. You know, you got to pay your dues in a game like that, right? You don't get to just uh, pick it up and run through it. Uh, you got to earn your 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 keep, so to speak. And uh, it's interesting because I'm just assuming that you're talking about Returnal, but it's possible that you're not mm. uh, because all of these things could be said about one of the titles that we're covering today as well that's true that's true but no i am talking about returnal it's 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 in my blood i can't help it uh and it's you know the worst part about it wes is um it's just i get so irritated when i get hit by anything it's just like son of a bitch man i want my life bar damn it uh anyway yeah yeah it's annoying uh especially when uh you know, you, you're just a little ways into the, the level and you, you're off to a really good start. You've found a couple of things that are kind of rare and uh, you just know this is going to be a good run. And then you take that hit and taking that hit means that you can't grow your health bar like you would have been able to had you not taken it. Um, when I was a bit more inexperienced with it, I would restart my game a lot when that happened. Mm. Uh, but as I uh, gained experience, uh, I've learned that you should stick with it because sometimes those runs that have a little bit of a rough start turn out to be some of the best runs overall because of the, uh, you know, the random nature of the world that gets generated in these roguelike games. You never know what you're going to find in the next room. Yeah, absolutely. Do you ever find that you spawn into a specific type of map and you're just like, fuck no? I, I don't like this. Like, there's certain specific types of maps that, like, just right off the bat, it's just a lot of work, man. I'm going down and down st- stairways into weird stuff. I don't know. I just don't like it. There's certain layouts are better than others, I guess. Yeah, and as you uh, as time goes on, that becomes a little bit easier, especially after you get the grappling hook. Uh, because th- when you get that thing, you can fly through these levels. I want it now. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even think about it if if I were you, because uh, you don't get it as soon as you think you would. <laughs> like mm. it, it takes a while to get that. Yeah. Well, you know, I can st- stare at those dots and dream. I guess dare to dream. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, that's a lot of the replay value of the game is that there are certain items that unlock parts of these levels. And some of these items you don't get until much later in the game. And, um, you know, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil how <laughs> things are going to go. But uh, 
there are certain areas of these early maps that you can't visit on your first playthrough of the game like some of these areas you won't get to visit until after you beat the game and mm. start replaying it yeah i would imagine lava water uh stuff in there's place things in places i can't get to i'm like i've tried going down there and then i die and i'm like oh that was that was a nice elaborate ruse to get screw roots over um but yeah no it's definitely you know and this is the i guess my a way to tie it back into vr before we go into the actual show is um it, it's got so much depth you know what i mean there's so much to it i want it in vr i want that depth in vr and and we're just a, we're a bit away from it you know even the most deepest of deep game in vr is not even the scratch in the surface to this thing this is why you kind of laughed when i kind of equated risk of rain 2 with this game you're like no no returnal no yeah. this ain't returnal <laughs> well to, to be fair um i haven't played many games in my life flat vr period like like this one i mean this has uh quickly become one of my favorite games that i've ever played uh because it has uncommon depth to the gameplay and it's very addictive and endlessly replayable yeah it's awesome now with that said again one of the titles that we're covering here today has a lot of that stuff in it it's not deep quite on the level of returnal but a lot of the things that you like about returnal are present in one of our games that we're talking about today so i'm looking forward to getting into that one yeah true true uh anyway tons to talk about a veritable smorgasbord of vr games for us to pick from this week like uh we decided to completely forego a discussion topic this week and only talk about games uh, we picked four games to play this week and dude we had more right we have more that we could have talked about that i guess we're going to just carry over to uh next week and the week after yeah yeah actually and you know what's funny is the 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 game that we decided to go with actually had a lot more enjoy, enjoyed a lot more of uh this time than i ever have which is i was very shocked shocked uh, plus I'll be interested to uh, to get around to that one then because uh, there were aspects of it I enjoyed as well, but uh, no big surprises for me. Like it was pretty pretty close to what I expected it to be. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, tons to talk about. Don't want to waste a bunch of time jabber jabbering. So why don't we kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat? And uh, I knew it. I knew it. Roots. I knew that dark angel was going to be in the chat because she only comes out after midnight man yeah well as soon as you brought up that right i mean right when you just said that she came out uh yeah actually um this is a good time this is you know it's we get a different crowd this late at night you know you think uh you're just not seeing as many people but you see you, you find out who the real hardcores are right who's going to show up late at night yeah and while i'm shouting out uh dark angel um uh, I'd like to uh, point out to her that yesterday I finally, after talking about it for three months, finally put out my first ever live stream gameplay. I've never streamed any gameplay before ever, and I've been talking about it a lot. Um, but I mean, you know, I didn't go on till like one a.m. and I literally ended up streaming like almost till daylight last night. Uh, I, I had a blast. So uh, if she likes if she likes the late night content uh stay tuned because i had a lot of fun last night and i definitely see myself 
now that I have the, the, the experience under my belt, uh, it's something I can just, you know, flip a switch and turn on whenever I want. Yeah, that's why it's easy. And um, it's kind of addictive. You just get in there and um, it's fun. As long as you have the people there to talk to, even though I guess if you're just ready to play the, the game at all. But if you're going like old school, just, just, uh, and you don't have a show to back you up like we do, it can be daunting because nobody comes in and you're just sitting there playing a game. That's the biggest thing to remember is uh, you should always have at least one person watching you streaming uh, yourself. Yeah, it was nice, man. It was nice. Uh, you know, um, we started off with about 10 people. We got up to about 20 for a little while. And then even at the very end, uh, you know, 4.30 a.m., there was still eight, nine people in the chat at the end of the thing uh, who were still hanging out at the end of like a three plus hour stream. So uh, it was a great time. I enjoyed having people to talk to uh, while I played VR uh, more than I expected. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, anyway, Wolveraza in the chat, he was uh, he was uh, around for most of it last night, if not all of it. He says it was cool, but still fucking clowns, man. Like he's got a thing like a lot of people do. He's scared of clowns. You know and, who uh, else has a thing for clowns in a different way? I'd, My I'd mom! Oh, yeah, she does. Uh, it, anyway, we uh, one of the games I streamed yesterday was, was uh, Rush of Blood. Mm. So he's uh, kind of freaking out a little bit at the clowns and stuff. Uh, but, but it was all good times. I got good um, news and bad news, Wes. I, the good news is I own Rush of Blood. Bad news is um, my roommate doesn't own his PlayStation anymore. He sold it, so... Uh, Ooh, that's not good or is v vr anyway the playstation vr yep that that is unfortunate um so much good stuff coming for for psvr yeah i just gotta pick up one soon uh mepper in the chat as is gamertag vr what's up gt um gt stopped by for a minute uh last night too um and uh you know a lot of people did space denison in the chat what's up chris duncan midlife kid uh see techno glitches in the house as is radio runt and i think spraga was yeah spraga spraga was first the traveling man 3775 nice little crew as we head into tomorrow uh so why don't we get things started here and start talking a little vr and uh you know let's kick it off the way that we obviously should Let's talk about what everybody's been talking about. Let's talk a little bit about Fract. Um, you know, people that have been following our channel for the last week have, uh, I'm sure, have noticed us uh, alluding to the thing that we can't talk about. Uh, it was revealed uh, Tuesday what that thing is, and it was a Fract demo that is now live on the PlayStation Store, free for anyone to play that has a PlayStation VR. And what this demo comprises is about the first 30 minutes of the upcoming fract game uh, i want to thank the good people at in dreams for providing roots and i with early access to this demo and uh, i had a blast man i had a blast playing it and uh, all of the sudden roots a month seems like a long <laughs> time because it's going to be a month before we get the full version and uh, i don't want to wait i want to play it now wow so yeah, so is that good, huh? It, yeah, it was solid, man. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, this game is specifically enhanced for PlayStation 5. And I played it on my PlayStation 5. 
So uh, I was able to experience, I mean, this is the really, uh, let's be honest, this is the first game that has been developed with PlayStation 5 in mind for VR. We've had other games that were updated, you know, Blood and Truth, Firewall, Dreams, uh, to name uh, the most notable ones. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons apparently is a lot better on the uh, PS5. But Fract will be the first one that was developed for PlayStation 5. And to be honest, it shows. And um, it's amazing, Roots. It's amazing when you consider that this five-plus-year-old headset that has a 960 by 1080 per eye resolution, uh, it's amazing the amount of clarity that you can actually get uh, when you're pushing it with something as powerful as a PlayStation 5. That's just crazy. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I'm i jealous. I wanted to get into this and, and check it out. I got half of the equation. I just don't have the other half yet. Um, I did not pick up Dreams on the sale yet. Is it over? Is the sale over? Did I miss it? There's, there's, a, there's a brand new sale, and I'd be I'd be shocked if uh, Dreams wasn't a part of it. They, they constantly have Dreams on sale anymore. I need to, though um uh, no i've just been returnal in it so I, I haven't even thought of any other games on the the ps5 i even have those other two games haven't really touched so uh but anyway i mean this game on ps5 was reminiscent of blood and truth on ps5 in one way and that is the near to mid distance objects it was hard it was hard to see any screen door with it really it was hard to see any screen door now the the far objects it becomes very obvious right things that are in the distance mm. are pixely you know but the stuff that's close up just absolutely beautiful it, it doesn't seem right it seems like this shouldn't be possible but it just mm. goes to show you what a difference a high quality panel can make like People are talking about uh, how Sony's going with Samsung OLEDs. That's the rumor for the next headset. And it's easy to see why when you look at their original headset, because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's had, you know, such a long lifespan. And, and if you're going to be console based, you got to have a headset that lasts for five to six years. Right. And, uh, you know, the original PSVR OLED AMOLED uh, is a perfect example of uh, of the benefits of investing in a higher quality panel. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Especially if you're uh, just think of what the uh, PS5 VR can be can push, right? Like, or when it's when it comes out, how good it's going to look um, with the same hardware. So, uh, yeah, and you know, it's going to be a, a, a an amazing first few years of the, uh, the PlayStation 5 VR because it's going to come about two years into the, uh, the uh, or a year, a year, no, it'll be two years, two years into the PS5 life cycle. And shortly after we get that headset, uh, you know, the, I'm sure the, the launch games will be amazing just using the raw power of the, uh, of the console. But as we move forward for, through those first few years, we're going to see new optimizations on the software side that further enhance 
the ability of the console. Things like Unreal Engine 5 mm. coming out. Things like um, the, the AMD, uh, oh, what's it called? I always forget what it's called. The, the new AMD graphics, uh, you know, uh, AI graphics um, method. Uh, FSR, AMD FSR. Things like Unreal Engine 5, things like FSR are going to allow developers to get even more out of the console and nothing's going to benefit from that quite like vr so uh, it's it's a lot to be excited about uh and you know having this first exclusive uh sony exclusive vr game that was developed during the ps5 era and seeing how good it looks on the old hardware it's just uh, it's enough to you know get someone like me who really loves psvr very excited for the future and uh we were just talking about how long a month is and <laughs> 18 of them uh seems like an eternity right now month is um is just long enough for me to get a uh headset before this comes out dave station vr uh throwing a two dollar um tip saying this time the tip train is a ski lift toot toot uh, and uh so coming through with the the tip train and um he's also says this is the amazing on the ps5 with it being optimized it just looks gorgeous so yeah it does uh he says uh, and thanks by the way dave for uh for the tip we, we appreciate it uh he also says that um fract might be the best looking thing i've seen on psvr and it's just fun as hell it might be now i'm not ready to to give it the crown over blood and truth because blood and truth is beautiful on uh on ps5 as well uh, but it's that level of clarity. It absolutely is that level of clarity. I think where uh, they differ is the art style. This is a more abstract, cell shaded you know, it's more artistic. It's very colorful. Uh, it's, in fact, the, the colors are really the first thing that jumps out to you. As soon as you boot into this thing, hmm. uh, it, it is so bright and vivid and colorful. And and again, it really takes advantage of the, uh, the OLED panels in the PlayStation VR. Yeah. Absolutely. Wolveraz is uh, afraid of the shift in the new controller system in the two. Um, I, so I'm not sure exactly. I'm I'm not worried about it at all. I'm excited for that. Well, that that only becomes an issue if they um, if they decide to do something crazy like make it 100% backwards compatible with all the old PSVR games, which I don't expect. I do expect we'll see newer versions of some of those games i don't expect that you're going to just be able to load any old psvr game on the ps5 vr and have it work i mean it's too different the tracking's different the, the controllers are different it's 100 percent a different thing and that's the reason why i avoid calling it psvr 2 because I, I think it's going to be so different from psvr that i'm not sure that they're even going to call it that <laughs> you know they might because you know most of the media is referring to it as that, so they might want to stick with the brand. But um, I mean, I think this thing is going to be so different than the Gen One PSVR that we'll we'll only get uh, the the biggest exclusives ported over to to the new system. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Hearing weird uh, stuff from my video card last night. This would be the time to run over and video car tape it. I just can't, dude. I'm in the middle of a show. Um, yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, reproducing on camera, it's a specialty of someone I know. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway uh fract was um or, or the de fract demo by the way was a lot of fun it starts off with this um skiing segment so you start off at the top of a, of a mountain where you're kind of i guess the idea is that you're trapped up there you shoot off a flare gun and uh immediately a helicopter comes to assist you and um and you start skiing downhill and it starts off very slow at first i was very uh, afraid that uh they were going to try to hold your hand a little too much because it takes it a minute before the your speed really picks up but happy to say uh after a minute or two you really get going quickly downhill mm. and uh it's much easier to control than some of the other skiing and snowboarding games that we've played in vr it's all 100 percent uh guided by the way you tilt your head so like there's no controller involved with it at all um and notably this game you're going to love this roots Fract is designed to be played seated. So I, I, it's very comfortable to play. And despite there being tons of climbing and skiing sequences in this game, it's all designed to be done from a chair and, uh, and therefore much easier to play than previous skiing type games that we've played. Well, that's awesome. You know, cause, uh, People forget that most gamers actually believe it or not outside of VR, they sit down when they play video games, almost every game people are sitting, right? This is the one genre where you're expected to stand all the time. And I, for one, I want to sit, damn it. Um, so Dave station says the music is awesome as well. And, uh, so that I, I think, and gamer tag is also, uh, saying that. So yeah, now I yeah, really I need to all... play it. Yeah, it had all the hallmarks of a Sony exclusive, and you know what that means, right? Mm. That it, it seemed like a first-party Sony game. Now, let and, me ask uh, you this: You're, Are you concerned? Because I was reading Wolverazes. Um, he said he is excited about the getting the controller. He's just worried that Sony's going to um, not really understand how to use the controllers, and they're going to make it up as they go. I personally think what's going to happen is they're going to set the new standard after using this other controller. You hear that in the background, that little rattle? That's my card. Um, anyway, I maybe mean, you guys don't hear it, and only I do. But, uh, yeah, so it's, um, I think that Sony's oh. going to be setting the stage with, after using the controllers, the new controllers, I'm not worried about what Sony's doing with controllers. I think they're going to nail the, the PSVR controllers. Yeah, so uh, Wolveraza, he said, uh, what he said was that um, th that he's worried that Sony, as as a hardware developer, won't look at how the rest of the in industry uses their controllers and, and implement that into to to their new controller. And I I would have two things to say about that. First of all, uh, if you look at the button layout on the new controllers, it's identical to oculus touch controllers so I, I would say that one that's pretty much proof to me right there that they are looking at other devices in terms of the design of their hardware but the second thing and more importantly with regards to what wolveraz is saying here uh is that it's really not up to sony how the controllers are impl implemented in games it's up to the developers the developers are, are who decides how to use the tools that sony gives them so like all of the button configurations and controller configurations, that's all 100% on the developers. So it really does not going to have much to uh, to do with Sony 
Uh, so I would expect these controllers to be, as far as button functionality, to be pretty much uh, on point with everything else that we see in VR. But again, to what Roots was saying here, we're, we're going to have new functionality in these controllers as well uh, with, with the haptics. So um, there is going to be a bit of uh, trailblazing here with regards to uh, some of the new functionality of the Sony hardware. I just think that's that's the way I look at it. I'm, I think that we're going to be talking about how the industry is trying to copy their controllers, not the other way around. Uh, but that's just after using the, the controllers recently. Uh, Dave Station VR, five buck tip. Thank you, sir. Says the controls are perfect, to be honest, for the moves. All of this game, also the game has style dripping off of every inch of it. Um, yeah, man, uh, the controller setup for Fract is your typical PlayStation VR move controller setup. So, like, it works the way that uh, you would expect it to work. So, the left move button moves you forward. Um, you turn by hitting the uh, bottom two face buttons. Uh, it's, it's the typical move controller locomotion setup. Uh, the, I did have a couple issues with the control scheme though. Uh, not really with what they did, but, but more so what they didn't do. There was no option for uh, headset-based locomotion. It was only controller-based, and that typically is not the way I like to play. I like to move in the direction that I'm looking, and there was no option for that. Um, also, I would have liked to have some uh, strafe buttons. Now, the cover mechanic in this game is really cool because basically all you have to do to, uh, to avoid incoming bullets is uh, grab something close to you and pull yourself behind it. And it works really well with the move controllers. Um, but with that said, I still would like a classic strafe functionality for uh, when maybe I'm not close, to, close enough to grab something to hide behind. Uh, you can strafe, but to strafe, you have to point your controller directly sideways and point in that direction. And again, that's not how I prefer to play. Uh, now, again, it all felt very good and I didn't really have any issues with it. But, uh, you know, what we always say here on the channel, the more options you give people, the better. And there weren't options for my preferred play style. So uh, hopefully by the time this game uh, actually hits the store, uh, we're going to see a much more full gamut of uh, movement options. So you compared it to Blood and Truth as far as like the way it looks. How about gameplay wise and movement wise? Because Blood and Truth, you're kind uh, of more on a more on a rail where this one, you're clearly able to move around more, right? Complete freedom, complete freedom in this game to move wherever you want. Um, the locomotion speed is good. Like, um, and they did something very innovative with the move controller in this regard. So you have a walk and a run. So you just double tap the, the walk button if you want to run. But beyond that, there's an in-between. Uh, you can walk quickly or you can walk slowly. And that's controlled by the uh, degree to which you tilt the move controller. Mm. So if you want to move faster, you tilt it forward. If you want to slow down, you tilt it back a little bit. So you have a lot of control with regards to your pacing and how quickly you can move. And, uh, you know, um, 
a lot of games come out and uh, they're, they play kind of slowly uh, and you have to wait on a patch before the move speed or the movement speed is corrected to something that's comfortable. Not the case here. This game is uh, paced pretty well uh, out of the box if you turn everything all the way up the way I did. Yeah, well, I think it uh, definitely looks amazing to me. I can't wait to try, wait to try it and uh, um, I can't wait to uh, play PSV. Now, that's what I was one thing I was going to ask you, though. It says, do you feel like you're feeling your um, desire to play PlayStation VR to go on your run? Now that it got you got finally got back in the headset, right? Well, I think that nothing really um, proves that more than my actual stream that I did last night. If you, you know, I, it's a thirty-minute demo, but if you look yesterday at my fracked first impressions live screen stream, it's over three hours long. So, like, we played through fracked, and uh, yeah, it, what what you're saying is absolutely the truth. I got into PlayStation VR and. Didn't want to stop playing it. Uh, so I started playing Rush of Blood. And you'll remember a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned to you that uh, Rush of Blood notably is one of the titles that don't work well on PlayStation 5. It notably crashes a lot um, when uh, whenever you're playing it from your PlayStation 5. So I, I told the people in chat to be thinking about what they want to see me play. And while they decide that, I want to play Rush of Blood until it crashes. Well, Roots, it never crashed. So, oh. like, I ended up playing through the entirety of Rush of Blood. Um, and I, I had an absolute blast, dude. It's so fun. It's such a good game. And uh, just looking through my PlayStation library, uh, yeah, I, I'd say over the next two, three weeks at least, uh, I'm going to be in PSVR a lot. And I'm going to probably be streaming it, to be honest. Nice. Well, that's awesome, bro. Well, I can't uh I can't wait to so did you want to play more fracked after you finished playing it? Uh yeah, well, uh, yeah, I can't wait to play it. Like um the the game's very fast-paced and it's unique in its level design. Normally when you're playing these fast-paced action games, uh the levels kind of go outward in all directions. Uh this one's a little bit different uh well your path is kind of linear um it doesn't feel that way because the the level design's more uh vertical than horizontal so you're 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 climbing and descending and climbing and descending the levels don't just go out they go up and down and um you know it's not just skiing either when you're coming down uh actually uh in the demo you only ski on that first part, but but the whole rest of the level, there's zip lines all through it. So you'll go through a little piece of a level, and then to get to the next area, you'll literally grab a hold of a zip line and zip down into it. That's awesome. Uh, so much fun. Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah. Well, that's awesome that they released a demo for everybody. And I know Drew, uh, Delirium Drew, said he was just picked up a new move controller, and he's going to be checking it out later today. Oh, that's awesome it's awesome dude i'm um I, I guess one of his old moves died then huh yeah probably uh, that's what it sounds like anyway you know i'm still playing with um ps3 era move controllers like literally uh i had not all of them but i've got four move controllers but uh the two of them 
I literally had with my PlayStation three and the old move camera, like, uh, and they're still, they're still going strong for uh, PSVR. Crazy. Uh, Wolverine, I love the look of frack. The middle ground reload is easier for me than an auto for sure. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the reload mechanics. Um, it is kind of that population one style, uh, reload. So, uh, you run out of bullets and, and you run out of bullets quickly in this game. Like you're constantly reloading. Uh, but it's not really a pain because whenever you run out, the, the next clip is just kind of floating under your gun and you just push it up and then you, uh, you have to, of course, uh, click the slide to, mm. to chamber around. Um, but it all works very seamlessly. Uh, I didn't have any issues tracking my move controllers at all through the whole thing. Um, and it all felt very good kind of bs west because when i ski down a slope and i'm shooting people i have to manually reload in real life you know what i mean not having that <laughs> not having it hanging there you know what i mean i think there's gonna be people be people that'll complain and i think it's a, it's a game and i think it's um nice like wolverazo was saying to not have to deal with it so well yeah i actually mentioned that in my stream yesterday that some of the purists will probably complain about the arcade style reload but uh this is an arcade style game man i mean it's you're not shooting people roots you're shooting interdimensional assholes that are <laughs> yeah. uh, making people disappear and they're polluting the planet on top of it wow jerks bro they are jerks yeah. and uh, i'm going to kill them all um one thing that i i really enjoyed about this game is it's not all about the uh the gunplay uh there are explosive barrels on top of explosive barrels strategically placed all throughout the level of the demo and dude if you blow up one of those barrels next to an enemy it don't just melt them it sends them flying <laughs> like a far long way away and uh, one of the first times i did it was so cool because i was probably a good 50 plus yards from this guy I blew a barrel up next to him and he flew straight at me, like right into <laughs> my face. Uh, it was amazing. That's awesome. For sure. Um, I'm trying to find out what Wolverine is laughing so hard about in the uh, chat. Uh, Dave Station VR, anyone who complains about the reload is a narc. Get out of here. Yeah, well, that's a good thing, right? Because, um, you know, not to uh, piss on anybody, but. Uh, these people are a lot less prevalent in the PlayStation community uh, than they are in other places. So I expect this game to be widely accepted on PlayStation. I don't think that uh, we're going to see mass numbers of people complaining about these sorts of things unless this turns out to be a timed exclusive and we see this game ported on the other uh, platforms. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, it, it met and in some ways exceeded all of my expectations. Uh, super cool that they're uh, letting people have, you know, a half an hour of content for no charge, a full month ahead of um, ahead of launch. And uh, I suggest anyone who has a PlayStation VR get out there and try it. Now, uh, this game, let, let me get the details up in front of me here because I want to be extremely accurate in uh 
shows their going on here. shows their confidence in the game right to put out absolutely that, that much uh yeah, yeah. gameplay yeah and, yeah it, it says a lot about anybody who puts out a substantial length playable demo um it, it really helps to um booster my confidence bolster my confidence in the game because it shows that they're confident in the game they're saying you know we have so many um I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, right? And we've dealt with so many of these games and so many of these studios that, that they'll send you their game reluctantly. But, I mean, some of these guys come behind ironclad hmm. embargoes, right? And they don't want you to say a word about their game. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is because it's not as good as it should be. Uh, not the case within Dreams. They know that they're bringing the goods, and uh, that's why they're putting it out there yeah i was thinking of the walking dead when you were talking about that onslaught but yeah there's a, there when they when usually if they're if they're tight-lipped about everything because you know they want to keep some things to themselves until you know whatever but uh oh, you get to eat some exotic fruit it looks like all right so i have some um confusion here and and maybe dave and, and gt can help me clear this up yesterday during the live stream I said that this game is coming on August uh, 20th. 20th. Now, maybe that is the the early access date because people who pre-order the deluxe edition of the game get 72 hours of early access. So maybe the 20th is the early access date, hmm. but I'm, I'm looking at the document that was sent to me by In Dreams, and it says, quote, Fract will be available August 20th, 2021, with early access for those that have pre-ordered the Deluxe Edition up to 70. No, see, it even says here, uh, the early, the uh, those who pre-order the Deluxe Edition will get access on the 17th of August. So according to what uh, what I'm looking at here, this game launches on the 20th. Now, people in chat yesterday were correcting me and saying that it comes out on the 24th. Uh, that's not what the uh, document that came to me from End Dreams mm, said. I think they're wrong. It says, yeah, it says that uh, this game launches on the 20th. If you pre-order the Deluxe Edition, you get it on the 17th. Gamertag says you're correct. God, I, this right, fan is you. driving me crazy. Can you hear that, Wes? Am I the only one hearing that? I hear it when you speak. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, sounds uh, fuck. Sounds like people who put those uh, things in the bicycle spokes to uh, like make noise when you ride. Well, yes, and there was there's good news and bad news as I I'm uh, bicyclist roots here. Um, I'm finally I'm gonna get the the video I wanted. I did walk over there and get a little bit, but I'm gonna get better video apparently, um, and send this sucker back in. And and you know what, Wes, they're gonna send me a thirty eighty. It just happens. Some people sometimes they send you uh, the next set set up. So I'm gonna put it out there yeah. now. Even a 3070 would be an upgrade. Yeah, I'll take a 3070 3070 Ti. I'm not gonna you know complain. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can just uh, link up the uh, the the episode for him. So check this out. Look what I have to deal with because you a holes wouldn't send me a call. Yeah. Oh, the episode is my video. <laughs> You hear that in the background, you son of a bitch? That's my video card going out. 
Anyway, EVGA uh, customer care is top notch, best in the business. I have no doubt that they're going to hook you up. That's quickly. why. I, that's why. I, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I go with EVGA. Me too. Me too. Um, anyway, um, again, uh, the regular edition of Fract twenty nine ninety nine, uh, but the deluxe edition is only five mm. bucks more. In addition to all this artwork and soundtrack stuff that you get with the deluxe edition, you also get it three days earlier. Uh, so definitely worth your extra five bucks there if you have it available to you. Yeah, especially if you're a content creator. Onakazi says he, whenever he mentioned it, it's quiet and stopped for a second. Whenever he mentioned it, um, he, he was talking below Echo too. So oh, he, he apologizes. Okay. So he may have either, and that happens a lot, especially when you're streaming like you'll see something and it they're talking about something else that you've talked about or right. earlier and you think it's something else you know right so um you know i was streaming playstation vr through the capture card so the only way i had to to read the chat was by uh phone by uh keeping my phone in my lap mm. and i would just pick it up every now and then and read the last few comments so uh easy confusion there my bad and and my apologies once again to onakazi uh, because I accidentally uh, deleted one of his comments and uh, put him in timeout for five Ooh. minutes yesterday. So, like, uh, I, I picked up my phone to read the comments, and it said, you just timed out Onakazi. And I was like, mm. oh, shit. Well, it was no one Onakazi. He probably said something kind of snarky. No, I'm just kidding. Man, that is, that's, now it's really loud. I think I pissed my yeah. video card off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of a Lone Echo uh, 2, are, are we pumped for Lone Echo 2 roots? um i am not necessarily pumped for it i'm excited for everybody else that's pumped for it i'll check it out i'll play it i'm sure i'll enjoy it and i'll go on some more fetch quests and i'll i'll ooh and awe about how gorgeous it looks i'm hoping that it's going to be next level my only concern about lone echo 2 is that uh it's going to be more of the same because everything that i saw video wise of it so far it looks like the first game like have you said here's footage of lone echo one i'd be like oh yeah i played that i wouldn't even know that you know what i mean like there's nothing that's definitive that stands out that's like okay this is the next now i might get in there and it'd be blown away you know what i mean like the story is what was cool about the first one so as long as they continue that um i think it'll be good yeah um you know <laughs> i will say this i'll say this um even if this game is indistinguishable graphically from the first one. If they just did another chapter in the exact same engine, uh, this could still turn out to be very good. And, mm. and uh, it remains to be seen. But if these guys turn out to be master storytellers and the story really takes a sharp turn that we don't see coming, uh, it could end up being great, right? Because... Uh, it, even by today's standards, Lone Echo, one of the most beautiful and immersive experiences in all of VR. And um, yeah, I look forward to see what direction they're going to take it in. Yeah, absolutely. Diz says he questions my soul. Gamer Tag says he can hear the fan, but you can't hear it now. It's so annoying to hear because it's like only like what I said, only when I talk. So it's like you kind of have to talk <laughs> but makes me not want to talk so. camera tag says it sounds like you're shaking a can of change for trying to get donations well I, well I am actually that that is underneath the thing I was trying to get some extra moolah um but yeah 
anyway, um, Onakazi, I'm with Wes here. Thought that there was a, a lull or two in Lone Echo One, but still thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, production wise, I mean, honestly, I mean, there's there, how much room for improvement is there really over the first one? Like, if they improve upon that at all from a production standpoint, it's going to be the best thing graphically we've ever seen. So, like, uh, graphics were never the issue with that. Uh, it was all more about the, the gameplay there. Like, um, I mean, you said it's a bit of a fetch quest, but, you know, stuff like that's all about the storytelling. So this is the second chapter. Uh, let's hope that um, that this is the, you know, the climax, the peak of it, and they really take us on a ride this time. Yeah, they better. We've been waiting a long time. Anyway, more on that to come on Sunday uh, because now we got we've still got games upon games to talk about and let's talk a little bit about Yuki. Uh, Yuki comes to us from Arbor, the studio behind the excellent Pixel Ripped series. Uh, this hits the Oculus Quest store and the Steam store tomorrow. Ooh. And Roots and I got access to it. I don't know, seven ten days ago, something like that. And um, uh, thank you, of course, to the awesome people at Arvor who reached out to us with uh, with review access. Uh, they've always been so super great to us, and uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what blew me away, Wes, today? Because I, I, I played it originally played it. The video that you're watching here was on the, um, the Steam version, and um, I, I decided to go into the Quest version today, and... Um, I like I I couldn't like I was picked up that Yuki thing that little uh thing that I looked at before um and it just looked so good and clear and I just couldn't believe how good this thing looks on the Quest as well um really uh couldn't tell much of a difference uh I mean it's been a few days since I played it but um just looked phenomenal played just as well obviously and uh super cool yeah I knew you were going to say that Roots and it's not because uh, I tried the Steam VR version because I didn't. I only played this on Quest 2. Uh, but I knew you were going to say that because I was blown away. As soon as I loaded into this room, uh, I was blown away at how real everything looked. Like, I mean, obviously, um, you're not going to find very many rooms in real life that look like this one. But everything looked like it was actual, like an actual thing right in front of you. Super clear. Uh perfect 3d depth i mean uh everything kind of had a, a a texture to it and the way the light bounced off of it it was very realistic uh seemingly uh so yeah that was the one thing that really hit me right off the top with this one uh was just how good it looks uh on the standalone version i and that that's what i was thinking to myself was like this can't look that much better on pc there's no way no, it looked good on the PC as well, but you know what was kind of cool was um, turning her into a linebacker or a running back because you could like, she, she puts her hands out side to side. See, that that character's really cool, the animations, right? Um, so far, I'm having a, a really good time and it's hard actually. Uh, I, don't, I can't tell you now, uh, it's procedurally generated kind of like um, Returnal, right? And um, yeah, it's uh, so there's the first couple times i've played i i i don't know what the difference was between the other ones but it was ridiculously hard like i i could there's i don't i'm thinking i got one shield i need like seven 
because there's so much shit coming at me. And one of the coolest things that I thought was when this big, huge ball is coming right at my face. <laughs> um, and then right before it gets there, it breaks up into like 20 balls. You know what I mean? And it's like it the first few times it literally shocked the crap out of me because I thought, oh, my God, this thing's coming at my face, you know? And then all of a sudden it just... <laughs> That was crazy. Yeah, man. Um, not easy at all, this game, especially at first. And, uh, you know, my, my first two or three plays through it, uh, I was a bit scared because uh, I found myself more frustrated than, than having fun. It was very difficult. Um, but like most good roguelikes, um, you develop traits in between the the games so you die and you get to upload or, or upgrade rather yuki and that makes uh the next run easier than the last and uh, the cool thing about it like returnal uh like uh, a persistence um it's endlessly replayable because the the levels are different now let me be clear about how the levels are different uh, the actual scenery doesn't change. This is all identical. You you go through the same uh, kind of linear path on rails every time. What changes is the enemy configurations and the obstacles. There are obstacles you have to dodge. And by the way, this is a game like, um, like Space Cats with Lasers. It's a bullet hell game, uh, but instead of your, you dodging things with your body... Uh, the character is in your hands, like Hello Puppets, or, or again, Space Cats with Lasers. So you're dodging with your hand. But uh, the play area is so big, and there's so many different obstacles and bullets just everywhere. Uh, you can't play this seated, or I wouldn't recommend it. Mm -mm. Uh, in fact, uh, I wouldn't recommend trying this in a small play space. You need to have <laughs> a little bit of room to play this game. Uh, because, I mean, you got to move, man. Yeah, no, it's warned you right in the beginning. And I tried to play seated the first time I played it, and it was really bad. And uh, you got to have some space, bro. Like, you're going to break something if you can't, if you're not uh, careful. Yeah, but uh, anyway, very difficult at first. Uh, but you find that you power up rather quickly, especially at first. And the way that the power ups work is you gain uh, XP points every time you run through and then it allows you to purchase and unlock upgrades. Uh, now you get, you know, you get XP for killing enemies. Uh, you get XP for something to do with uh, bullet, bullet grazing or something like that. I don't even know what that means. And then uh, you get XP for collecting these orbs, which is kind of supposedly the uh, purpose of the game is to collect this creative force. They call it. And uh, all of that gets tallied together. And then you go to the workshop in between levels and you'll find things in the workshop right off the bat. Like uh, you can permanently uh, upgrade your maximum health. Uh, one of the ones I really enjoyed, Roots, is uh, you can buy drones. Mm. So like um, uh, instead of just having Yuki firing at the enemies, um you can have drones with Yuki and it works kind of like 
uh, when you get the upgrades in uh, 1976, Return to Midway. You know, at first you have a stream of one bullet, then two, then four. Uh, it doesn't allow you to take out large groups of enemies, but what it does, it allows you to kill enemies much more quickly. So whereas before you'd have to hit them like five, six, seven times to kill them, now you hit them once, twice, and they're gone. And that makes a huge difference because the faster you get the enemies out of there, the less bullets you have coming back at you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had one point in my first run before I had to redo the video. Um, I had uh, eight drones, I think, stacked up. Like I was starting, I just kept getting drones like you. And because um, that's cool. It's like extra guns. And what's cool is um, it's not like other games where the drones can get shot. At least I don't know. Can they get shot and killed? I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it at all if they did. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's it. Like, if they want proof that my video card fan is going out, <laughs> I have so much proof right now that I want to smash it. Uh, well, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get through the rest of the show, and then you can smash it up, bro. Smash, bro. Okay. Anyway, uh, so, so yeah, you're, you're the way the game works is you have this action figure character that you're kind of – I guess the game is kind of taking place in your imagination, kind of like pixel ripped in that effect or in that regard rather. Uh, but you also have this orb in your offhand and it's kind of like your guide. It's telling you how to play the game. It's telling you to be sure to get your upgrades. It's constantly talking to you, uh, but it, it's not only doing that, but it also has abilities to help you offensively. And uh, right off the bat, you get this um, kind of this freeze bomb type thing where it will freeze all the enemies on the screen for a period of time and allow Yuki to pick them all off without having to face the uh, otherwise uh, overwhelming barrage of bullets. Yeah, you know what I thought was cool about this is I it felt like a lot like um, it was like Space Invaders at times with some of the enemies. I just felt like there was a lot of different nostalgia um, just of of different games playing this and this is where i was talking look at this dude what the hell am i supposed to do with these guys bro like there's no i oh i guess i didn't use the freeze bomb that would have helped um i don't know i didn't use my freeze bomb enough Wes. there's just look at yeah, this look. dude this is ridiculous bro like that i couldn't i didn't i just figured i i guess i'm supposed to die because it seemed overwhelming yeah. to me yeah, I think that everyone's supposed to die at that part. I took a few of them with me, but uh, yeah, I, I fell as well. Uh, but what you're saying is true. I didn't use my freeze bomb enough. I didn't use my shield enough. So you, you've got a, a special defensive ability on each hand uh, that you can use once every now and then. After you use it, uh, it depletes and you have to wait for it to recharge. That goes for the freeze bomb. That goes for the shield as well. And like you... I didn't use those nearly enough either uh, because the game's just so overwhelming. Like, it's all that you can do to try to be offensive, not get hit, and collect all of the, the uh, creative force. I mean, that's three things you're already doing there. Uh, it's hard to remember. You've got a shield. You've got a freeze bomb. Um, so, yeah, it's something that I go into the levels you know telling myself remember to use your stuff um but again you know in addition to it being overwhelming i'm fighting my conservative nature that wants to save it for when you really need it right but uh you constantly really need it so i you know uh it's something i need to be more mindful of and use more often 
Well, and there's a lot of different ways you can um, change things, right? Can't you like shave off time on the how long you have till you can use it again? I mean, that was what was kind of cool is there's so many different ways to upgrade. Um, whether it be, I mean, I always go for like uh, fire rate if I can, but um, you know, you can do health and just a lot of different things, right? Yeah, I uh, I generally tip to tend to gravitate towards uh, defensive and statistical upgrades. So like um, if I can grow my health bar, I'll do that first. If I can uh, make my shield regenerate faster, I'll take that next. Mm. Uh, things like that that will preserve my life and allow me to hang in there a little bit longer. Typically, not just in this game, but all games, I typically try to uh, go for those kind of upgrades first yeah i always go for the fire rate because just for like the games like this because like you said the quicker they die the less bullets i have coming at me so um i'm right. trying to get them to death as quick as possible now with that said anytime i had a chance to grab a drone uh, i went for that every time because it uh it really allows you to melt these early enemies quickly yeah absolutely uh but uh you know uh, very creative, you know, it, it, it's it's so clearly an Arvor game, right? Like, if somebody were to put you into this game blind and ask you who developed this game, Arvor would probably be the first, if not second, thing you guessed, right? It feels like an Arvor game. Yeah, well, I'd ask him to turn it up since I'm blind, I can't see it. No, oh, you mean blind, yeah. No, I definitely, definitely, if I didn't know which comp who the developer was, absolutely. Um, is definitely an, uh, an amazing, it's just very fantasy like, right? I mean, the only thing that doesn't have that pixel ripped, the pixel rips had was, um, a still more of a story, but this is a bullet hell, uh, shooter. It's not a story based game. So, um, right. and it does have a cool backstory. I like, I like the thing that they're doing with the flower of life and the creative uh, force. And it's kind of has like this mythology uh it's kind of what it uses for a backstory and uh, it works pretty well and it fits with the uh the art style because uh, i noticed a lot of like japanese influenced i guess because it's probably based on some kind of like an anime mm. or inspired by some kind of anime because a lot of like the enemies uh not only did they look you know asian in uh in, in the way that they looked in the the style of it but like the, the names of the enemies are, uh, are things that you find in like Japanese folklore. So um, I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. Even Yuki, I think is Japanese. So right. yeah, right. I just think it's, uh, I just think it was very colorful, very, um, the 3D really popped. And uh, what's the cost on this is what, 20 bucks? 20 bucks, yeah. Yeah, definitely worth it. Uh, and, and, and like Fract, which I don't know if you can still do it now. I was going to say you can order pre-order and get early access, mm. uh, but but the thing comes out tomorrow, so that might be uh, that might be uh, over with by you now. You still might be able to get it and get the two dollar discount because it was a ten percent discount as well. Yeah, it is possible. Yeah, there was a ten percent pre-order discount on the Oculus Quest store, and um, if it's still available for pre-order, it should unlock for you immediately. Uh, because again, the game launches tomorrow and, um, recommend, recommend for me at 20 bucks. Uh, I agree with what you were saying, Roots. Like, um, a lot of the enemies, the way they come into the level and follow this, this path 
it reminded me of Galaga, mm. like how the uh, how the uh, enemies come in and they kind of stay in line, and but they have this really clearly defined path that they travel on, and it played like that. It played like an old arcade shooter at times. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I enjoyed my time in it, and I uh, can't wait to get back into it. It's hard. Uh, dark. It's hard. Uh, I yeah. will tell you that it's not easy. You're gonna you're gonna bang your head into the wall for a little bit until you get some um, stuff built up. Yeah, but uh, hanging in there, it 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 rewards you for your persistence. Yep. Uh, Dark Angel in the chat said, "Got off my duff briefly to say hi again from the computer. I'm watching on the boob tube from the couch, nursing a headache." No chat, but definitely enjoying the show. Well, thank you, Dark Angel. She's nursing a headache, Groots. I wonder if she has the uh, the uh, Bobo VR head strap. Mm, she that is. thing gives me a headache. Dude, I'm telling you, you just got to wear it properly, man. Just have it cupped, I mean, all tried, the way man. down. Try it. Did I you? tried. What? Yeah. Come on, I went back bro. That, even with the strap on it, like even with hmm. the, the central strap on it, cupping it all the way back down to my neck, the thing still gets on my nerves. I think I'm going to have to cut those knobs off of there. <laughs> Why did they put those knobs on there? I looked at it. When I first got it on, man, trying to put it on, I was like, this is not right, dude. Because if you try to wear it like a traditional thing, what you need to do is just make it look like the Rift S and then put it on. And then it, it fits. Oh. i tell you what, it made me appreciate how comfortable the, the, the Elite Strap is. Although it is a piece of shit that breaks. Like... I have black tape on both of sides of my elite strap now, uh, just so that it stays together. Mm. Uh, but it works, you know, and it's comfortable. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it until I can't. I just think that they the design flaw. It's just there's too much pressure on those on those thin plastic things, right? And people put them on. They're they they wear them in such weird ways and if you have that knob tight and tight at all and you try to put it up on your forehead you're putting a lot of pressure on there and people are like i don't know why it cracked I'm like well i know <laughs> yeah. So. yeah no dude this is my second one and uh i've been very very gentle with it and it's still broke it's mm. a piece of crap That's, well i'm not like, like i taped it up on both sides because it broke on the one side and I taped it up, and then I looked at the other side, and the other side had two cracks in it. And I was like, God, man. So I just taped it completely up on both sides. Are you going to get another uh, one? No, I mean, kidding. maybe. Go buy one, right? You could trade it in. You could send it back. They'll give you a well, freshie, bro. Well, that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's absolutely what I'll do. I'll go pick one up from Walmart. I'll put this one in the box and mm. take it back, you know? Hey, this thing's broke, dude. It's garbage. <laughs> uh, dark angel says uh strap on strap off uh, you know who <laughs> loves strap it on roots my mom oh yeah she does anyway uh fract was awesome yuki was awesome uh that would be enough for any regular week of vr for us uh but no not this week we just kept right on going didn't we yeah yeah and this next one was kind of weird too because i didn't expect what i was getting dude like just the gameplay was very unique right full of surprises is squingle so squingle just launched uh on steam as well as oculus quest hmm. app lab now i um I tried the demo for Squingle, which is like the first eight or ten levels 
uh, during this theme next fest. And I, I was really impressed. Such a beautiful game. And, um, you know, when I found out that it had launched and I found out that it was on quest, I didn't know they were going to launch it on quest. Uh, I, uh, I tagged the, um, the developer on Twitter and I asked them, you know, if we could, uh, if we could review their game. And that's when I found out it was coming the quest. He asked me which version I wanted. And I was like, well, I'm kind of torn because it's so beautiful on steam. Uh, but I have a feeling that the quest audience is going to be more receptive of a game like this. So uh, I really didn't know which one to pick. And he said, well, let me help you. Uh, I think that the quest version is better personally. And I said, well, okay, then give me the quest version. And I got to admit, I was skeptical uh, coming in that, that this could be anywhere near what the steam version looks like. Uh, but coming in and jumping in there i was not disappointed at all this is i mean it looks amazing doesn't it in the headset yeah absolutely did uh were you confused at all because i was super confused at first i was like what the hell what am Dude. what is going on what do i do like how do i start this thing i'm looking at this trippy big thing look like i maybe i should be tripping on acid or something um, Dude, I stared. I stared into the title screen for probably five minutes when I played this uh, quest version for the first time, uh, because if you stare right into that thing's face and don't look away, uh, it moves like your environment moves around you very, very, very slowly. Um, but if you focus on that face, uh, things start to look real weird, even if you're mm. straight sober. Even if you're straight sober staring into that thing, things start to uh, change shape and move, and uh, it's trippy as it can be, man. Well, yeah, Wolverazza says I need to uh, do some more drugs and uh, and play it. You know what it reminded me of, Wes? I felt like I was trying to, um, to move uh, objects through intestines for some reason. And sometimes I'd get the, the objects jammed in there and the intestines didn't like it. And then all of a sudden I had to start over. <laughs> but it was kind of cool. It was different. It was like, so essentially what you got, this one uh, orb, you got to take it through the, the, the maze or whatever. And I guess you're picking up these extra things. And what you probably like about it, Wes, is that you can go back in and you can get different levels, right? The stars, like you can just, I just want, tried to go through from level to level. I'm sure you tried to perfect them, right? Well, yes, and doubly so after the last time that I played it, because again, this game is full of surprises, and I I discovered one very big surprise the last time I played, and that is, and I hesitate to say it because I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but uh, people should know because it's not extremely obvious. Um, so so you have these mazes, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, at first, they're very simple. You just make it through without popping the walls and and, uh, and you go on to the next one. But uh, as they get, as time goes on, the, the mazes get bigger. There's more corridors for you to go down. And there are these other little orbs that you have to collect. Now, you don't have to, um, but you can. You can collect these before you finish the level. Uh, and they'll tell you at the end how many you got and how many you didn't. Um, and then you're graded on a one, two, or three star system. 
much like Angry Birds or games like that, depending on how fast you get through it. Uh, I found out today, Roots, that after you make it so far, the levels that you get three stars on, mm -hmm. you can replay in first person as one of the orbs. Like really? You, re you replay your journey through the tubes uh from the perspective of the orb so wow. you get to see you get you get to relive your path that you took from the inside of this thing and it is just friggin crazy looking when you get down in it did you do it oh yeah dude it's what? amazing you did it without me bro like you didn't tell <laughs> me about this <laughs> that sounds pretty cool you know i i, I did there's a lot of uniqueness to it. I think that would be super cool. And what's kind of cool about it too, what you is you can't just take these balls through the the intestines. Like, you know what I mean? You can't just they don't just go they're rotating, right? So like you have to constantly be aware of of the rotation and there's these other orbs that you hit that reverse the the things, right? So um there's a lot of a lot of more a lot more strategy to this than you would think cuz at first you just think, "Okay, I'm I'm moving this thing through. It's going to be easy. Um, and then it just starts to, I mean, things start getting jammed up and you have to try to figure out how am I going to get it through here, right? Um, I thought it was yeah. really unique. Yeah, the rotation makes it so that you have timing and strategy elements uh, involved. So the timing, it's all about hitting these certain corridors at the right time in your rotation so that you can make it through. If you hit it wrong, uh, it won't fit. Uh, and then the strategy comes in uh, with what Roots was saying, that you, you can reverse the rotation. And, um, you know, there's, there's different uh, paths that you can take through these mazes, but you can only go if it's rotating a certain way. And then uh, to even add another layer to the timing and strategy, as you progress deeper into the game, it's not just about reversing the rotation, but you can reverse the axis as well. So instead of uh, rotating up and down, uh, you can make it so that it rotates in wow. and out. Uh, so like <laughs> you're working on four axes as well. So it gets really complex. Uh, that was pretty, already, uh, it was hard enough, yeah. dude. My Lord, dude, I can't even imagine throwing the sideways thing in there. That's cool. But it's, um, it's very rewarding uh, as you go on and you you get better at it uh, because, I mean, there is kind of a backstory at play here, more of like like a mythology type thing. Um, it reminds you of uh, almost kind of a, a, a Eastern mysticism, the way that they're tying this thing in. Um, but I won't, I won't, you know, talk too much on that. I'll let people discover it for themselves. But it's also rewarding in in the way of these extra features like I was talking about where you can replay the uh the level from the inside of the thing that's really probably my favorite part of the whole thing uh was just uh sitting back after i've uh finished a level and and riding uh you know my way through the uh through the the maze i feel like i got screwed i didn't get the full experience i'm gonna have to go back in there absolutely um the quest two I mean, every week, week after week, we're seeing more uh, of this device's capabilities. 
and it's getting closer and closer to PC quality graphically, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's starting to get to the point where you can't really uh, distinguish too much difference, um, if at all. And uh, that's good. I mean, that the and I, I this is what I tell customers when I'm talking about VR headsets. You know, because I've been in it for a while. I I believe. I mean, it's the best headset I've used. You know, I haven't used the 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 Reverb uh, G2. You know, but um, it's a phenomenally amazing headset that scion needs to get he's missing out bro <laughs> missing yeah out. but uh i mean it's a lost cause at this point i think but they got the 128 gigabyte now instead of the 64 uh, yeah that's what i hear well, well we'll see about that but that's what i hear i'm hoping that there's additional features and it's not just going to be a uh, memory upgrade but hey if it's a free memory upgrade for the uh you know the base level consumer then good for them i think it's indicative if it's true it's indicative of uh, what direction they're going in right bigger richer experiences which take up more space well when we said it when that first came out 64 wasn't good enough i feel like like a bad son now Wes. my dad's got the 64 gig the ghetto verge um i could have got him the 128 Oh. <laughs> no, let's be honest though is he really gonna fill up that 64 probably no, not i guarantee i don't even know how many games he's got yet i suggested 11 table tennis and uh i know he had to have gotten missed so yeah my dad has um i think three or four games and i think i've got half of them for him so i got 110 games on there and i still got like tons of space bro that's crazy i've got 98 so. yeah i just like, uh, yeah, well, we're close. I mean, yeah, and I'm the same as you. Like, it, it doesn't. I mean, there's still plenty of room to put more. Uh, do-it-yourself uh, VR channels got a good point. 64 gig is enough for wireless streaming. No difference for PC VR. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. All you all you need is your Steam Deck, and you'll be all set. But for anybody like, and I always use this this yeah the Steam Deck. I always use this um, example, Wes, you as an example to people whenever they say, oh, I don't need any more than 64 gigs. I say, well, what if your power goes out for a week? And all you have is is your Quest 2 to give keep you entertained and you you can just, I can just re-download and, and get rid of, no, you can't. Not In that situation, you cannot. You're, what you have is what you have. And Wes, I'm sure, was very happy. He had his entire library on there. So. such a lifesaver man having that quest too that week we were out without power dude it was such a lifesaver um yeah, i bet i didn't get bored i didn't get bored i actually played more vr when i had no electricity than when my power's on so yeah it's crazy right cool yeah ray pope says if they do a 128 gig for base price i'll buy another one for multiplayer yeah man uh i picked up another one used uh just for that reason I, they're showing up on Facebook Marketplace for very reasonable prices now. Like people asking two fifty for them, you know they'll take two hundred. Uh, if you offer them one seventy five or something like that, they'll meet you in the middle. Uh, so I, and and I get people are hesitant to want to put something on their face that's been on someone else's face, but I would just um, remind people that you can get a VR cover, you can get a, a head strap. And anything that actually touches your you at all is all going to be brand new anyway. So, um, I just my thing uh, is is people don't take care of anything anymore. You know what I mean? Well, so you can you can check that part of it though. I mean, 
I don't want to. I just want. I'm too lazy. I just want to grab it and run, and then be, oh, be I, pissed I later. Mine out before I bought. Before I handed that dude my money, I took it out. I powered it up. I made sure it worked, and then I gave him. The I money. pointed it at the sun. I, you know, before I gave my, my guy the money, I flipped the PlayStation Five box over, made sure the seal was good, wasn't tampered with. Oh, so yours was brand new, huh? Oh, yeah, it was a brand new Facebook mark. You know, so I was talking to a customer about the PlayStation 5, talking about mine and how the, just how awesome it was. And and he looked up on Facebook Marketplace, and he was say, he's like, is this a good deal? And he showed me it was a used one. It was a disc one, came with an extra controller and a game, and it was $600. I was like, fuck, dude, jump on that thing, dude. That is smoking good deal. That is too good For almost. Sure. Yeah, man, it's weird. Things are just all of a sudden coming back into uh, stock. I mean, graphics cards at Best Buy yesterday. There was a huge drop of graphics cards at Best Buy yesterday. Yeah, well, it, I know that there was a big line. This is because I saw it was going to be seven thirty in the morning, right? They said you should line up, and I happened to be driving by there about yeah eight o'clock or something, and there was hundreds of people in line, and I have to laugh to myself because every store's probably got like fifteen or twenty. <laughs> If you're in the line and there are 200 people back, you're yeah, you're, you're kind of dumb. Your you're you're wasting your time. You're not going to get it. If you weren't there and you're not in the first 20 people, you're probably not getting it. Um, but uh, it's still a biggest drop that they've had, and actually letting people go in and physically line up. Thank God, finally, let us come in and get it. Uh, do it yourself. VR channel says. In Poland, used Quest ones are still two fifty to three hundred dollars. Now people are asking that for them here, uh, but are people buying them for mm. that? No, nobody's paying that for those. Well, even my, even my, um, it just shows you. You might as well try. Like even the my PlayStation Five, I got the guy to knock fifty bucks off of it. You know what I mean? And I just said, I'm just gonna. Why not try? And that that's why I went with them. I said, screw it, dude. This is a good deal taking it yeah people people always overprice things because they know somebody's going to come and, and try to uh uh barter with them and uh you know try to uh tr try to get them to come down so everybody intentionally overprices it things now with that said i've had my uh my mantis vr headphones and my uh my uh marcel m cable up on facebook for like six months now nobody's interested in it around mm. here i've got 25 dollars on my mantis headphones mm. and uh 75 on my m cable and nobody's biting on it and wow. it just blows my mind uh, i guess nobody around here uh is really hardcore into vr like that it's weird what show i mean there's I, if i put usually it depends on what it is but facebook marketplace usually stuff will go quick um yeah, well, these are very these are PSVR specific mm. items, and it's late in PSVR's life cycle, so I guess the demand isn't what it once was. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's sixty four gigabyte. Uh, um, I think you could probably end up getting some of those pretty cheap, pretty soon here. So keep an eye out. Yep. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, twenty bucks for uh, Squingle Roots. What do you think? Uh, I think it's worth twenty bucks if you like puzzle games. It's definitely unique. It's definitely. Very. Uh, um, the thing that you just said, I didn't even know I could do. If I can ride the rail, you know what I mean? Like, I, they, it would be cool is if you could unlock them all and then just go ride them all. And then you could take some mushrooms. I had somebody, guy try, showing me his mushrooms that he was growing in his apartment yesterday. I guess that's legal to do now here, too. So, Oh, is it really? That's cool. 
Yeah, he was putting uh, them in mushroom or in cupcakes and everything. So, yeah, if you like trippy visuals, uh, it's worth the twenty bucks just for the title screen of this thing. It's so crazy. But uh, if you like unique puzzle games, uh, I mean, this is about as unique as they come. It's very well done. I was shocked, Roots. Like, why in the world is this relegated to App Lab? This is such high quality. Like, this should be on the regular Oculus store easily, right? Yeah, there's some weird stuff. Somebody was saying something about another game that um, is on the regular store and just how bad it is and... I won't don't want to throw any games under the bus, but um, I kind of agree. And it's like you know, there's it just makes no sense, man. There's good games on App Lab, stuck to App Lab, and then these games that make it to the store are like mediocre, and you wonder what's going on, right? So, yeah, yeah, this one just blows me away, though. It's such high quality production wise, concept wise. I mean, it's this is a great game, and everyone who's played it and reviewed it. Uh, agrees like everybody anybody who's played this game will tell you it's a great game and uh app lab and you we all know the the bs that comes with having your game on app lab so uh if you are interested in squingle on oculus quest i have linked it in the description below so you don't have to go through all that app lab bs to uh, find it just click the link down there and uh, you can pick it up for yourself absolutely Anyway, uh, we are winding down, getting close to the end of the episode. But really quickly before we go, we want to say a little bit about the Synth Riders um, newest DLC, Caravan Palace, it's called, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, is that a group, I guess, or a certain type of music? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, they, the, it's a group uh, I discovered when I got in the game. It's a group, uh, and they play this kind of... I guess it's called electro swing music. Mm. So it kind of takes this music from the 1920s and 1930s and then kind of puts a modern twist on it. And uh, I mean, musically, uh, very unique and uh, just the type of thing that uh, you would expect from synth riders because uh, if synth riders has anything, uh, it, they have the most uh, diverse uh soundtrack and catalog of music uh, than any of these rhythm games yeah i was thinking that actually it was funny um and i was looking at just all the different packs that they have right um there's so many different ones and yeah i like um i like the electric swing uh music so maybe that's why i enjoyed this one the most um i actually enjoyed dancing to it right it, it kind of reminded me exactly what you were you've been saying and i've agreed with um, that it, it's more of a dancing game than it is a rhythm game uh and i just like this type of music and i i loved the um the artistry the just the, the experience was super cool i thought yeah as usually as is usually the case with synth riders dlc uh the highlight of it for me by far is the experience and for what for those of you who don't know these experiences in synth riders, uh, they are unscored artistic pieces. So you play it like you would play synth riders, but there's no score. It's all about the movement and it's all about the, uh, the sights and sounds that you're experiencing when you're in there. And uh, as always, absolutely beautiful, amazing experience. 
uh, by far, and it's not even close. Th these are my favorite thing about synth riders. Yeah, yeah. You know, was, this was so good, Wes, that not only was did I play the experience, which I always do the first time, I always do that first. Um, I ended up playing like four or five songs, and uh, not only this one, but other ones, um, other packs, to the point where my my thing was going dead, and I had to turn I would turn it off because it literally was like ten percent or something. And uh, so this is the most I've enjoyed playing Synth Riders since I've played it. So it's cool. Yeah, it feels good to play it, right? Like the uh, the the haptic feedback uh, when paired up with a well designed beat map that that goes well with the music. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels good, right? Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like I'm like really good now. Granted, I'm playing on normal, but um, I, I had to move it down to easy because it, like. Uh, I picked one of these songs. It wasn't the first one. It was like one of the, the bottom ones on the list. And uh, I went in on normal and it was fucking hard, man. Like I died quick. I think I know and, which one uh, you're talking about. What's funny is I did that one no normal, but um, I, I I didn't the first time. Like I, uh, I was normal and um, I had just done the experience. And uh, I guess I just thought I was just going to slide my way through it bro and it was like no dude you need to actually hit these notes you know what i mean you need to actually do the thing so um i had to get serious i you know got my neck ready and stretched and then i just rocked it dude that's cool you know what it was cool though is um when i played today i played this first and then i went out of this into yuki and it proved to be a perfect warm-up for yuki because the the actual movements that you're doing is very oh, yeah. similar in both times. That's true. Yeah, because you're constantly moving stuff around, right, with Yuki. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a great workout, uh, warm up to get ready to play Yuki. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what, Wes. Um, I really enjoyed. I you know, it's it's funny because Synth Riders has been out quite a while now, and it just seems like they just keep coming out with more more content right and when we say more content it's not just um new songs you know what i mean like beat saber has new songs and of course there are new maps and which way to slice but there's no real experiences right so right well this exactly this this game unlike the other games in this genre and we've said it a bunch of times before this game takes you to another place and uh you know, every song doesn't have its own world, but what? There's probably a good 15 or 20 different worlds now that you can play these songs in, right? Yeah, yeah. That's just really good, and it's a good workout. I um, mean, you do get moving, and it's got, in my opinion, got the best multiplayer um, of rhythm games, so it's cool. Yeah, I haven't tried the uh, multiplayer yet. I still need to get in there and check that out. It's just so cool the way it's designed. It the where it shines is almost in between matches. You know, it's just like a cool hangout place. Everyone's just chilling, talking, and uh, and then you know getting in there and then doing their thing. So yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, you know, uh, as usual, I mean, if you've played Synth Riders, then you know what this is. It's another expansion to your catalog. It's more levels. It's a new experience. Uh, and, and again, that was the part that I really enjoyed. I was the experience. I kind of think buying the experience is a no brainer. You should get that song 
and I, I don't remember exactly which which one it was, but uh, it, it'll show you in the uh, the Quest Store, uh, you know, which one it is. How does it uh, work? It has the experience. Does it like uh, package or is it each one's individual? You can do it both ways. I'm pretty sure. You can okay. Buy a pack, or you can buy them individually. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully they would even give you a discount if you like decided to try the experience and you liked it. I like the music. Like if you like electric swing or whatever you called it, um, I as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, dude, because I just like that type of music, right? So it was cool. I liked. Uh... Musically, I, I thought two of the songs were okay. It really wasn't my jam, but uh, uh, the, the gameplay was fun. <laughs> the, the, the gameplay was fun, and the experience was incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, DIY VR channel, do we have a Yuki demo or something somewhere? I don't think so, not to my knowledge. No. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, we demoed it for you. Definitely worth checking out if you like that type of bullet hell game. Um, yeah, and cool. uh, and Roots uh, Roots did a like a twenty five minute gameplay a couple of days ago. So just uh, scroll back in the Virtual Strangers uh, library here, and you'll you'll see a little bit of it. Just don't judge me. I didn't do. I did okay. I did okay. I didn't do that good. No, nobody does great to start off. I would <laughs> imagine that's very difficult no. to begin. No, that's true. Anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up this week. Four games up, four recommends. And let's be honest, most of the time when we're talking about a game, it's because it's good. We generally don't like to talk about the bad ones. Uh, but I, I would say that uh, everything we played this week was actually very good. So uh, big recommend on, on all counts. Isn't that crazy? How often does that happen? Yeah, not often. And, dude, we have stuff to go. Like we've got, uh, we've got uh, what, the... Uh, Blair Witch Rift Edition. I did end up getting a key for that after uh, after a little while. You know, um, my uh, my contact at Blue Routine was on vacation when the, mm. the, the when they surprise launched on the Rift Store, so I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't get a key right away. But uh, as soon as she got back, she uh, she hit me up, and um, we now have access. And yeah. uh, beyond beyond that. Uh, Vengeful Rights is coming into full release in a couple weeks, and uh, and we've got access to that, so we might be checking that one out as well. This would be awesome, dude. Yeah, so much stuff coming out. Too much. It's overwhelming, uh, but it's a good problem to have, right? Yeah, you know what also is a good problem to have is um, evidence for EVGA. Fuckers have to take my card now, damn it. Yeah, we got it. You know, we got it. We knew we we knew it was coming back, right? The shit don't just break and then magically fix forever. It always comes back. It's Especially like, with uh, what it was doing, it was so odd. So, yeah. Anyway, if you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, hit the button, hit the bell. Make sure you're subscribed, dude. We've done uh, we've done content every day since what Saturday? Yeah, it seems like every it. day. I guess it has been every day, huh? Yeah. yeah, I might do a stream tomorrow just to keep the fucking streak going. <laughs> it's always fun. Yeah. Anyway, be sure you hit the bell. Be sure you hit the big red button. If you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you're um, if you don't want the discussion to end, there is an invitation in our description for the Virtual Strangers Discord. This is our home. It's where we live. It's where we're at all day long. We're all there. Everyone that you see in the chat, 
always there. So uh, why don't you come along and uh, come talk a little VR with us? Come yeah. hang out. Come hang out. That's why we're all so close, because we're a family, bro, and we need you home. You've been out too late. Yep, I absolutely <laughs> agree. So uh, with that said, friends, we'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you in a couple of days. Maybe tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. Bye now.